What's up, guys? And welcome back to another episode of Dream a Little, the podcast that's all about helping you feel confident about your ABDL side so that you can enjoy it with your significant other. I'm your host, Lo, and this episode is about to get awkward. I mean, really awkward. And here's the thing. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, please do not make this the first episode that you listen to. Go back to some of the previous episodes. I'd love if you could listen to the last episode, number 126, where I talk about how to keep role-playing exciting in long-term relationships, or episode number 116, where I interview our guest John about how he successfully introduced ABDL to his girlfriend. I usually cover topics like overcoming shame, introducing ABDL to your partner without scaring them off, and other helpful topics like that. That's what I'm known for, and that's what I enjoy teaching. This podcast will always be, with a couple exceptions, a place where I share relationship advice for ABDLs on how you can accept your ABDL side and make it work with a non-ABDL partner. And don't worry, I plan on moving forward with that in future episodes, but in today's episode, I wanted to step outside of my comfort zone and take you behind the scenes into some really personal stuff along with some struggles and insecurities that I've been dealing with. But first, I want to start out this episode on a good note with a listener spotlight from Rollin, who says, This podcast is a tool to help you live your life being who you are or what you are. Lowe discusses these topics with a great amount of respectfulness and maturity. Rollin, can I just say that when I created this show, my intention was to discuss and educate people about age play in a mature way, So it means a lot to me that you took notice, and I hope you guys know that I read every single review you leave on iTunes, so thank you so much, Rollin, for taking the time to write this. I do my best to completely be honest with you guys here on the show, and that means sharing the things that are good about age play, and also the things that are more difficult to talk about. I think so often on social media, everything can look shiny and perfect from the outside, but That's not always what's really going on. I think more people should talk about the things that they feel afraid of. And that's how I got the inspiration for today's episode. For the record, my life is far from perfect. As an online entrepreneur and ABDL, it's like my personal and business life blend into one. I'm going to share some insights into what's really going on today behind the scenes, things that I don't share on social media. You might be surprised by how much we have in common after listening to this episode, and I hope you find it relatable. Some of you listening, I know you've been here since day one, back when I was podcasting on my days off from working in the salon. So in a way, we've had a relationship for a couple of years now, and I think that's so cool. So here it is, the real me, as cringy as it might be. And it's not all cringy. Believe me, on most days, I do feel like I have my shit together, but there are days where I just don't feel that confident about how things are going in my personal life or with the podcast. But anyways, I won't make you wait any longer. Let's just get started. This first one is probably the most difficult to admit because I don't want you to get the wrong idea, but lately I've been feeling burnt out on podcasting. Just last week, I sat in front of a blank Google Doc, just totally stuck. What do I write about? And then my thoughts got a little darker. Why am I even doing this? What's the point? (laughs) Maybe it's because here we are at episode number 127. I mean, come on, that's a lot of episodes. And lately, it feels like a lot of episodes. 
You probably don't know this about me, but typically I batch six podcasts at a time. So I come up with six topic ideas, then I write out six outlines, and then I edit the six outlines, and then I record all of them. And there's a lot of work that goes into making this podcast come out every single week. And in the month of April, there were three whole weeks where I did not publish a podcast because I just couldn't bring myself to batch the six episodes. I felt burnt out on this whole podcasting thing. I didn't feel inspired like I usually do. And not being able to release episodes on time made me feel really guilty. Just this week, I was in tears with TK. I really questioned if I was doing the right thing, keeping this podcast going. When things get hard, I feel like you can't help but question if you're doing the right thing. And there are definitely times I wish I had a regular job with a steady paycheck because I think it would be a lot easier. And that's when TK reassured me that my efforts weren't in vain and that I am helping people. He's just the best. He told me to pull up my social media messages along with this Google Doc where I keep all the wonderful things you guys send to me like this message that said, Today was the first time I heard the dynamics to a DD caregiver relationship vocalized. It made me realize that I'm not isolated, but a part of a community full of interesting individuals. I'm feeling inspired and ready to nurture my little space. Thanks for making your podcast. They're great. Or this other review or message sent to me that says, Thank you so much. I was so scared to tell my boyfriend of two years about my kink. But sharing your story about how your boyfriend got into being your daddy helped me give me courage to be true to myself. I always thought my boyfriend was pretty vanilla, but it turns out he has a few kinks of his own. He kept under wraps. Six weeks later, I'm wearing a pull-up and an engagement ring. (laughs) You guys, I don't think you realize how much these messages mean to me, and there are literally thousands of them. It makes everything worth it. So you are the reason I podcast. Thank you for your support. Without you, this podcast would not be possible. The second thing I'm afraid to tell you is that I feel embarrassed by a lot of the ABDL content online. Most of it, I just feel like I can't relate to. And I really wondered if I should include this one because I really didn't want to offend anyone. But that's how I knew I should probably include it in this list. Here's the thing. Whenever I try to find ABDL content online... The stuff I find makes me feel almost more ashamed for being an ABDL. Most of the stuff is just dark and dingy crotch shots. And in all honesty, I feel like a lot of the ABDL content that's out there isn't cute. The one thing is that I know there are attractive people who are into ABDL. I just think more often than not, they're just not out in the open with a profile. They're in hiding, just like I was only a few short years ago before I started my blog. And I guess my main point here is that it can be discouraging when you're searching for cute content online and all that pops up is people in a dimly lit room playing with themselves. And I know it's hypocritical of me to want more cute content without being willing to post ABDL photos and videos myself, and that's why I'm also understanding Not everyone is comfortable putting out content like that, and I totally get that. I just wish that you could do a random Google search for ABDL and the cutest content would appear first instead of the weirdest. (laughs) The third thing I'm afraid to tell you is that I talk a lot about shame here on the show because I struggle with it myself. And the shame that I feel 
is not necessarily around being ABDL. It's shame around the fact that I put a lot of time and energy into the show and I'm just breaking even. It's expensive to keep this show running and it's a full-time job for me. And if you didn't already know, I have an amazing team of people who help me keep this podcast alive and I honestly could not do it without them. So shout out to you, Pearl. You're amazing. I, I love you so much. And just last week, you know, I was in a funk. I honestly wanted to throw in the towel because I was just down. But I know that this is just temporary and things will be completely different one, two, five years from now. And I can't just give up because I'm on a mission. This whole experience just made me realize I should feel grateful that I have a loving partner, TK, who believes in what I'm doing and who has the ability to take care of both of us right now. So money isn't even an issue thanks to him. Regardless, my whole intention through starting this podcast was never to make a ton of money. I just wanted to help you guys feel confident about your ABDL side, and that's really all I care about. The fourth thing that I'm afraid to tell you is that I'm embarrassed by many of the things I've talked about here on the show. I can't remember who said it, but I heard from someone that if you don't look back on your first podcast or blog post and cringe, then you waited too long to start. And I can say without a doubt, that's exactly how I feel about the beginning of this show. I mean, let's face it, whenever you're trying something for the very first time, you're not going to be very good at it, and that's okay. But every now and then, I see old photos, blog posts, or listen to old podcasts I've put out there, and I feel embarrassed for the things that I've said or posted. You might not know this, but years ago, when my Tumblr was just starting to get popular, before I ever had the idea to start a podcast, I seriously considered selling videos and I think back on it now and I'm just like wow that would have been much easier money but it just didn't sit right with me what if someone I knew stumbled upon that so I still stand by our decision to not post explicit content and that's why I'm a huge advocate of posting smart unless of course you're a sex worker who's committed to being open about your ABTL side and you're okay with having your photos and videos go viral potentially which there's nothing wrong with that. More power to you. I just know for me personally, I would never want for that to happen. So I had to be honest with myself. And the fifth thing that I'm afraid to tell you is that I wish TK was more into ABDL more often than I'd like to admit. Now, don't get me wrong. I have no regrets about choosing to do my life with TK. He's everything that I've ever wanted and more. He's my soulmate and he's without a doubt, the perfect person for me. He's my human. He's fantastic all around, and he'd do anything for me. But the only thing is that he does not like to play the little role. I know, I know, I should just feel extremely lucky that he's willing to play along with my fantasies, and I do. But of course, I still wish he was into age play, more into ABDL. I have no place to complain, though, because he's an incredible daddy. He's very open to letting me role play with other people. But I'm sure you can understand trying to meet people online and having maintaining online relationships and turning them into in-person relationships isn't easy. And sometimes you just wish you could really connect with someone in person. And I don't want to sound ungrateful or doubtful of our relationship because I am not at all. I know we're meant to be together, but I can't help wanting someone to baby. And I think it's a natural part 
of being in any relationship is wanting your partner to share some of the same interests. Like, I'm sure that TK wishes I was more into soccer or video games so that we could play together. But just because you have separate interests, it doesn't mean that you're not meant to be together. Now, things were different and he wasn't willing to let me play with other people and explore. That probably would not work for me. And that's why I feel so strongly about putting all your cards on the table before you get serious with someone. Give them the opportunity to give feedback about how they truly feel about ABDL before you move in together or get engaged. And I know it's easier said than done, but if you need some help, if you want me to show you exactly how I was able to introduce TK to ABDL without scaring him off, you gotta download my free guidebook, Introduction to Coming Out Kinky. You can download it for free by going to the show notes of this podcast at thelittlelounge.com slash 127. That's thelittlelounge.com slash 127. And if you want to hear five more things I'm afraid to tell you, plus get access to over 20 other exclusive podcast episodes, you can tune in exclusively on Patreon. Signing up is quick and easy. And it's only $5. So if you want to hear our exclusive new podcast, Dream a Little Bigger, I want you to go to patreon.com slash dream a little to join. That's patreon.com slash dream a little. And as always, I'm going to link to that in the show notes along with the guidebook. So there you have it. There's a bit about me getting raw and vulnerable with you. I hope it wasn't as awkward for you to listen to as it was for me to write this. I'm going to guess not. I really want you to know about me, so if and when you ever listen to this show or you see me on social media and everything looks perfect, just know there's a lot more behind the scenes that you don't see. Everyone's struggling in their own way, and when you're able to make yourself vulnerable, that's when the real, genuine connections happen. Before I go, can I just say thank you? Thanks for listening to this podcast, and for all the kind reviews you leave on iTunes, Even just rating this podcast with five stars or recommending it to one of your ABDL friends means the world to me. You're the reason I continue to podcast, so thank you so much for giving me purpose. Until next time, my friends, as always, stay kinky.